same old shit, just a different day. I said trying to get it, each and every way. Mama need a house, baby need some shoes. Times are getting hard. Guess what I'ma do? Hey, guess who's back? I ain't Slim Shady. Not really that slim. But my co-host is, so you know who this is. Hustle City Heroes. You know, Hustle City Heroes are the gateway to the west. The arch, the riverfront, all that. You know, we known for all that. St. Louis in the building. Bobby? The dynamic duo is back of the Hustle City Heroes podcast. It's been too long. But we keep going strong. Facts. <laughs> yeah, we got it. Yeah. Man. We got a whole lot of catching up to do. Hell yeah, man. It's been, what, a month or two months? Right. I think two months. Almost three. Yeah. Shit. We haven't recorded. Um, life has kind of kicked me in the ass. Kicked both of us. Yeah. Uh, Bobby's been working hard. Um, I've been working hard, but life been hustling. trying to beat my ass hustling. Yeah. Trying to get to a better position. Um, Just a, yeah. Yeah, a lot of personal things we've all been going through and I want to say this before we talk about that a little bit. I want to say shout out to y'all for those who have been um, concerned about us. You know, I know it's been a minute and I know we keep promising to drop content and all that, but we've had a lot of uh, setbacks, which we'll, um, we'll get into some specifics on that as we uh, go on with this episode, but everything is good. God is good. Everything happens for a reason. And we're back on the grind though, nonetheless. I'm dead lie. You know what I'm saying? We out here. Yeah. I, I'm not Muslim, but I just love the I love the land. I love the Arabic language. So I'm, was it because I'm of the Arab Money remix? Yeah, the Arab Money. That was the most disrespectful song racially that black people in hip hop have ever released. But it's music. It's music. It was just a horrible it, you know what? I think it was a horrible time because I think it came out when the economy was on the like the decline. That was right. during the recession. And yeah. then it was just As you get older and you look back at stuff, mm-hmm. it just wasn't a good look. So, it Ryan wasn't. Browns, I don't know what you were thinking or why you did that, but don't do that shit again. That yeah. that that I don't think it'll ever happen again. That shitty was retarded. I don't think it'll ever happen again. Like, oh my god, I go back and I listen to that song just to laugh and all that dumbass beat. And then I just picture Busta Rhymes big ass rapping on the shit, and I'm just like, this this is. We wasn't getting a rap money because we had no oil. <laughs> that was the whole point of the war, bitch. <laughs> it wasn't no oil money for us, so I don't right. know what a rap money we getting. But I, I, you know what? I've been that broke my heart, and made me so mad. I think it was when I found out that was not Arabic at all. I'm like, what the fuck did he have us saying? Because I remember dudes like drug dealers in the clubs or like. Leaving the clubs mm-hmm. and little areas I would be, and they was blasting that song right to the fullest shit. I mean, turned you up. know, you know what though? It was a, it was a club banger for a lot of people. I don't know. To me, man, like I will say this as somebody who's Middle Middle Eastern descent, I wasn't too offended by it personally. But I know if people heard it from overseas, especially the ones who are extremely religious, they're gonna be pretty fucking offended with that shit because, man, it was. Uh, I'm like. I cannot play this in front of people who are very conservative. I didn't. I. I, I don't know, man. I. But I. 
I just remember going back looking at the video and I was like, New York tends to do a lot of wild shit. Yeah. I'm gonna stop saying shit, by the way, y'all. I'm gonna start replacing it with shiggity. Even though I think <laughs> shit just sounds way better, but whatever. I don't want people listening to this thinking all I you're do trying is to come, you're, you're, trying to come, you're trying to come with your own language like Snoop Dogg. I mean, I could make Yogi Talk. Yogi Talk could be... That might be the name of my mixtape. Mm. I'm not trying to be a serious rapper at all. I just want to do comedy rap because I think it's funny and I like comedy and I think I want... I'm, I'm headed to being a comedian here. That's what I'm working on. Wait, what was it, it going to be called again? Yogi Talk. I think that should be more of a comedy... Uh... You know, show. I don't. I don't know if I. I don't know if I can uh, name that as a title of a mixtape. Yogi Talk. It's better than Viper. Man, we're not even gonna go there. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about him on a different. I'm episode. just gonna say this. Anytime you have to name your album "Decapitate a Cop Part 5. bro, I cannot believe I saw <laughs> <that>. <laughs> It's it's a whole like rabbit hole well, and uh, well, what's for, the new thing they call it? Iceberg mm, with yeah. this whole Viper thing and right. who he is and if he's real or was it AI generated. I don't know, but I can tell you now, you don't want to go down that rabbit hole. If you do like going down rabbit holes. I can't believe he has over 30,000 monthly listeners. And he has a shit ton of albums. Yeah. It's like 70 albums. I believe it. On that damn thing. And it's just gibberish. Like I don't even, Stupid stuff. I don't, even, I don't know if I want to even call it bumble rap, to be honest. Y'all hate me because of my hops. The Heron Park. What was Lump the Crack in it? Um... Y'all suckers don't even smoke crack. Yeah, they hit, bro, his titles are like full sentences, bro. My like, favorite one is Fuck Earth, I'm Gonna Wage Interstellar War. <laughs> yeah. That is the title of a song, not yeah. a mixtape or oh a thesis paper, none of that. That's the the name for bro, a damn you, song. When you first showed me that, I was trying to read the ti- some of the titles. I, I couldn't even finish or read them in a straight face, man. Bro, I they all dying. like... I almost fell out of the chair. You used to remember that? I almost yeah. fell out of the chair laughing. Because they're all like... <laughs> A sentence is the full fucking sentence. But when Bobby was reading them, he he came across one, and the shit said decapitate a cop. Yeah. Now that's not funny. But then again, it just cracked me. Up. Well, you know what that show? That you know what that show? That show that blue lives don't matter to him. That's that's some wild. Yeah, that's, shit, that's what man. it was, man. I'm 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 for everybody, even though everybody ain't for me, and yeah. I, I wouldn't go far as decapitate a cop. Depending on the situation in America, man, we just break. Loose and shit and hit the fan. All right, whatever. Oh my god! But yeah, that, man, he is something else. Uh, it aggravates Bobby to the core, and it, is it so aggravates hilarious. you to the core too. It's fucking hilarious. It aggravates you to the core. You know too. what? Honestly, I'm more mad at the whole DJ Khaled um, suffering from success. Not the album, just the title and his picture, the way he looked, because he's dramatic as fuck. Well, you know what's so funny? Like the outfit then, he was wearing on the cover. Like he looks like he's a king of it. In a castle or something like that, like a little fat hairy king. No, you know what's so funny? How ah, how hamster. the how the name of the album came to came to play? Like when uh, he went to the doctor and he had a bald he had a bald spot on his beard, and I'm like, "You're so." And then he said, "He actually said the doctor actually said um, you're suffering from success." That's I like, highly doubt the doctor told him that. I feel like the doctor visit went like, "Sir, do you know you are diabetic?" What's worse? <laughs> Hold on. But, I just thought some what's worse, that or I changed a lot. I don't know. I changed a lot. I kind of like to have my joints on there. You know what? That was more of an underground vibe I got on there. Yeah, that that had some joints on that there. That album came right before, in my opinion, his very best work to date, which was Major Key. Major Key was fire. And I, to this day, 
I think that's Nas the best album today. on that um, Nas album done. Yeah, Nas album done. I think I think I said fire. So, I mean, cut you off. But I think on the on the very first episode we did, I said that that was probably in my personal opinion that's one of his top five favorite songs. Yeah, to this day, in my personal opinion, as yeah, a Nas that, fan, that, that's that's fire. That was fire. That was the best song that, that he album. didn't pick at the time. To me, that was the best song. Don't on the get album. me wrong, Nas is my favorite lyricist. And I was a part of you. Off. No, I was saying that was that that was the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a great beat. Yeah, he didn't pick it. I'm glad, yeah. And that was the thing. I don't get me wrong. Nas, he got wordplay. He's a great lyricist, and he's my top, one of my top two favorite lyricists of all time. Don't get me wrong. I'll never take anything from him. Right. But he's his right. beat selection up until he got around Alchemist and Hip Boy a little bit more. And maybe yeah, like I mean, uh, King Disease One was great. No, no, well, but he like, had certain, like, every now and then, yeah. he had those joints that they well, hit, but. I think, so I mean, I keep putting you off. Are you fine? But my thing is with Nas, is like you know, Elmatic has some dope beats on there. Yeah. But I think like his best produced album after the post Elmatic era, to me, before he met Hit Boy or before he got linked up, before he linked up with Hit Boy was Life Is Good. Yeah, Life Is Good was Life fire. Is Good. Yeah, that was uh, that was probably his best album. And uh, that was two thousand and nine, right? No, that was actually two thousand twelve. Two thousand twelve. That was the same year Good Kid, Mad City Why came out. Why the hell do I keep thinking two thousand and nine? You know what? Never mind. I know that, that was the same year like Good Kid, Mad City came out, and that was a great year for music. It was yeah. twenty eleven to twenty sixteen. Yeah, was a no a nice little run for hip hop and rap. I think um, I think the drop one of the driest years, and we're just rambling right now, y'all. But one of the driest yeah. years in hip hop, in my opinion, had to be. I said this on another, I said this in a previous episode. I'm trying to remember what year it was. I want to say it was 2000. Shit, other than 2020? No, 2020. No, 2020 had some good albums. I'm talking about like during the 2010s decade. I want to say 2000. 2017 was kind of a dry year for me. It was, 17, it, yeah. It was. It wasn't consistent. Now, 2012 was, it wasn't as consistent either. 2012, I think, it had some dry moments. I mean, we did have Nas, Kendrick, T.I. dropping on that year at the yeah. very end. What year did uh, Cole and Drake drop at the same year? The same year? I know 2000, 2011, 2013. Back then, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I always I mean, forget. More recently, uh, 2021, they both dropped yeah. some. Yeah. But I think... Um, the first year they dropped something together, it had to be 2000. I mean, if you, unless you want to include mix, are we talking about strictly albums or mixtapes or? I mean, well, you know, you got to throw the mixtapes in because it'd be a lot of street joints. I mean, if you want to include like Thank Me Later and Friday Night Lights. Oh, that's 2010. Yeah. yeah, but like 2011, I, I know uh, his first album, The Silent Story and Take yeah. Care came out. 2013, Nothing Was the Same, Born Center came out. Personally, for me... 2016, Views and yeah. For Your Eyes Only. So, 2008, I mean, they... Views grew on me, though. I will say that. That was an album that had to grow on me before Views I went back and listened to it recently. really... It had a unique sound. Like, that was, like, the first album where he had that Jamaican... Yeah, Pat the Yeah. Pat the And, like, it wasn't at... It was, I like the album. It just wasn't hype. Like, nothing was the same. Nothing was the same is actually one of my cousin's favorite albums. And I feel like he had a good point. Yeah. It was just he became more of a like in your face type rapper. And yeah. that that that, that change know, for him we, was really good. We said this off here. We said this off here before, but with Drake it was 
he when he was younger, I would say up until nothing was the same, or even if Uranus is too late, he sounded hungry, like he had a lot to prove. Yeah. But then after like the whole, you know, Meek like when the Meek Mill beef started, like he was and then when Muse came out, he had really had nothing else to prove. I feel like that needs to be stricken from the record. What's that? That whole Meek Mill situation. I, I feel like me can get a... It, I, you can't never give a person a pass for slighting you. Right. But I feel like me... I would... I I feel like the community should give him a little bit of a... little bit of ease on that. Because, one, he didn't know what he was... He went... His state of mind at the time... Right. Was just screwed the hell up. Yeah, of course. And it really... It didn't seem like he really wanted to do that. You know... You he know only what, made any... If he made any response, what, it was I, only because he... Had, the situation. I would say after 2018 when, um, yeah, I think Drake stopped in Philly. Yeah. When he was touring with Migos. I can't remember if it was either Philly or Boston or in both cities. But I know they squashed their beef. I think after that, people just moved on from Yeah, because he started wearing the Free McMill shirt. Yeah. When he got like locked 2017, up. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, that was crazy how that time flew from now. Do you remember we was at 2017? Man. Chicago. Yeah. No, 2018. 2018. Even then, we were just in Chicago, bro. We just, it felt like not that long ago that we just went to KOD tour. Bro, bro, it's crazy how the pandemic was three years ago already. Yeah. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because, again, y'all, we're just rambling. But I was just listening. I don't know why. I was, I repeatedly listened to The Box by Roddy Rich. Last he, night, he and, had. That was, and that was before. That was before, like that was like the pre-COVID era, and I can't believe how I feel like that song is so nostalgic. Yeah, because it was every fucking where at the time, bro. You know what's crazy? In Tennessee, when me and uh, when me and the Queen went to Tennessee for a weekend for her birthday at the time. Oh yeah, when I was in Chat Chattanooga. Yeah, we were shout out to Chattanooga, man. Man, very beautiful town. By Nashville the way. too. Man, I love. I, I, I want to go back. I want to go back. I want to go back one day, but. Bro, in Tennessee, everywhere I went, that song was played. Yeah. Everywhere. You know what was even more crazy? India. There was a show in India, and it got it was this viral clip of them literally demanding that they played Rowdy Rich, The Box. I think I heard about that. And they were singing the song in English to the best of their ability, mm. but they was killing it in the crowd. You know what I'm saying? And that song was fucking... It, it, it's it tough. Was, I like it. It was lit. It, it, that was a good time for Rowdy because he, you come off the uh, racks in the middle with and, with uh, Nip, right? Who and he passed had, a and he had, year he more got a Grammy at his age. Yeah. Not only that, I think yeah, the box went diamond too. Yeah. That fast. That fast. That well, fucking fast. That was crazy. You know what? I'm surprised though. It did not get a Grammy. Nah. That's what shocked me more than anything. Um. But speaking of, you you said something. You, we were just talking about how time kind of flew. Yeah, I'm starting to understand that time is an illusion. It's not a real thing, actually. Mm. And when I, the reason why I say that is one, it's not a tangible thing. We can't grab time, right, and control it or hold it. It's it's not a real thing at all. Mm-hmm. So like the clocks are real, but time ain't. And right. it's crazy how time can pass. So the best thing I can tell you to do right now is just from me to you. Hey. Start living in the moment a little bit more. True. You know, always be aware of what you got going on. But live in the moment, man. Live in the moment. It took me years until, honestly, today, I started, like, the the first time I really lived in a moment in a while. Granted, I got all this other crazy shit going on right now in life. It's just, 
I took a moment to understand that yesterday already happened. Right. Today is now and tomorrow ain't promised. True. So you might not make it to see tomorrow and I don't want to scare nobody and nothing like that. It's just an honest reality. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen. I pray that we all see the next sunrise and all mm-hmm. the next light of day, however you want to look at it. But, hey, I think uh, this is a great starting point of what we want to just talk to you uh, talk to you all about. Oh, uh, yeah. And a lot of you who I'm, like I said again, I appreciate, we all, we're both actually really appreciative of the support we've been getting. Um, we're going to talk a little, we're going to give you some specifics like what's been going on. So, I mean, I don't know if you want to start. I can laugh at my situation. Okay. A little bit now. Once I get to a point where I can laugh at it, yeah. honestly, because uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. So, um, one thing that happened for me, what was the first thing? I'm not going to put that out there. That's a little too personal. But the first no, one. That's cool. The other one was uh, my car got stolen. So, my car had broke down mm. Um, probably, what, a month or two months ago. Then I got it fixed. Mm. And then I got it back and I had it for about, like, what, two, three weeks. And yeah. it broke down again. Transmission went out. I left it on the side of the highway. <laughs> 270 Limburg exit. 270 West. Bro, I left my truck out there for like no longer than 48 hours. I went to go back and get it. I thought the county told it. Oh, called the county. Called the Hazelwood Department, mm-hmm. Police Department. It's a black Ford Explorer. Um, crack windshield. Um, so if y'all do see that out there, let me know where you see it. Somebody try to sell it to you, let me know. So I can shoot him in the ass. Um, yeah, man. Like my car was having car trouble for a minute, trying to run and get the money to get that fixed. Mm-hmm. Got that fixed. Um, what the hell else happened? Uh, oh, health. Mm-hmm. I had really, I had recently got a life check from God, and I feel like it was mm-hmm. a God thing because normally in my life, when a series of bad things happen. Something good is about to come, right, right? Because I do, I tend to make the change. Because I was always told no, and I don't really view myself as a Christian at all. But I was always told before death comes a warning, right? So before you fall all the way to fuck off, some God gives you these warnings. So mm-hmm. it was the car trouble. I had neglected to really pay attention to my car. Yeah. That was my fault. But my health, which was more serious, mm-hmm. uh, I had to go to the doctor. To go get checked up. I was like, something don't feel right. When he got checked up, uh, this doctor ran my blood pressure like they normally do in the checkup. Mm-hmm. And was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Dude, do you know how high your blood pressure is? Like, you could potentially die because of this. Mm-hmm. If you don't get it down. So, we immediately started coming over the regimen to get it down. Um, it's been down. It's been going down now. It's, been getting, it's going down day by day. Um, taking regular medications. Two, diabetes runs so rampant in the black community. If you mm-hmm. can catch yourself early, leave all these bullshit right, ass right. snacks alone, bro. Lil Debbie is not our girlfriend. To all the big men out there, that bitch don't love us, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch is trying to kill us. Don't go to the convenience stores and grab them hostess cakes Fuck or nothing. Nothing, bro. Man, nothing. Them shits Stop is it. killing not, us, bro. I'm not trying to be racist, but don't eat them flaming hot Cheetos. Don't eat shit. Don't I don't eat, give a Don't eat nachos. Tacos. No mm. need, don't eat any greasy chicken like churches or Popeyes. Like no, no but don't. we we gonna always go crazy for the Bojangles when I hit the south. Yeah. Amen. Uh, <laughs> that, but um, yeah, man, just yeah. monitor your health. Right. Take care of yourself, dude. If you're younger than me, you in your early twenties. I'm exiting my twenties, and I feel like this mm. was a pivotal point that God was trying to show me. Hey, yeah. look, 
it's time to step your shit so, up because you're not being who you, I need you to be. So two questions I got relating to your health. One, was it just like a random thought that you had? Um, like I didn't go to the doctor or something? Or was yeah, it not something that, was, or was it something my, like physical like that you felt? Well, one thing, it was physical. But yeah. another thing, I had weeks leading up to this, something kept saying in my like, I, call, I don't like saying my spirit because I don't feel like I'm a church person, but um, like my friend mom says, she's like, the spirit, our spirit always leads you. But something in my spirit was like, dude, you need to cut out sugar. Mm. Dude, you need to cut out this. Yeah. So I had already started beginning to cut these things out because it was kind of worrying me. Right. And then one day I was like, let me just go to the doctor. Let me just go to see what my doctor said. And we ran all these tests. My EKG came back, um, sinus rhythms, which means my heartbeat was fine. Mm-hmm. That was a good thing. Um, I did let them know I had heart palpitations because I could feel that shit at one point. Like when I was really getting stressed, like my stress. I'm I have I have OCD and I have anxiety, generalized anxiety disorder. I, I know for sure I have those two things. Mm. I was told I, I got diagnosed with PTSD at one point, but I don't really know if I got a lot of PTSD. But it could be. I don't think it's a lot of fucked up shit. But whatever. Mm. Um, I don't really think about those things, and not intentionally. I just don't think about them. But uh, I tend to stress easily over work or yeah. my performance in life or whatever. This is the reason why I, I got off social media. You don't see me on Twitter. I have I did get on Instagram for like the last three months until yesterday. Um, I don't be on Facebook at all because you know what's crazy about this shit? It doesn't just affect your mental health. It does affect your physical health. Right. What you think will begin to affect your body. Right. So at some point, I just stopped. I was just like... I don't really want to be on this like this because I caught myself comparing myself to other people. I was looking around at all my friends. Some of y'all are getting new houses. Some people are having babies. Some people mm-hmm. are getting married. Yep. And I'm like, bro, I'm not, I'm at, I just not where I thought I would be at, right, at 30. Right. But I'm, I had, I was feeling to realize it's a lot of people that would want to be in my position. Right. Even though I don't think it's the best right now. A lot of people are out there hoping to even get into this position. Right. So, I'm gonna, I wasn't being grateful. And social media, bro, is really... Facebook especially. I feel like you shouldn't really have a Facebook page unless you're just keeping it just to keep up with people you yeah. don't always talk to. Exactly. That is the only reason social media, in my mind, is even need to be used. Right. Or if you, you create content like we do. Mm-hmm. And you need to promote the content and shit like that. Yeah. Other than that, don't spend too much time don't on this. hours on it. This dopamine addiction that I feel like our generation has right now and the younger generation... I'm going on a dopamine fast, and that's seven days strictly no junk food, mm-hmm. nothing but like water, no sodas, no right. fake sodas, no none of that shit, nothing but vegetables and water Yeah, to break myself of these things. Because I feel like dopamine does a lot of damage to us. If we, it, you know, anything in excess right. is not good for you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, yeah, your boy had a lot going on for right. a minute. But um, yeah. I'm bouncing back slowly here. That's what's up, man. Uh, We're hustling in a positive way. Yeah, we hustling upwards, man. Yep. I think, I don't know. They say the sky is the limit, but I feel like it's, it's, it's farther than that. The limit ain't just the sky, my guy. We can keep going a little bit further. Uh, Bobby, you go ahead and talk, you know. Man, where do I begin? Um, I think before we took a we took our hiatus, I want to say. So I think I want to say back in December, before the beginning of the year. My mom actually had a rough time traveling to Sacramento, where my sister and my brother, 
when one of my sisters was in, my brother-in-law was yeah. in. So, unfortunately, there was a... At first, it was a delay in her flight, but the flight ended up being canceled. Like, I think back in... Yeah, during the holiday season when Southwest and all other airlines were struggling to get to trans uh, transport, you know, the people who are traveling to visit their families in the holidays. And unfortunately, they had to miss, you know, that special moment. They wanted to spend time with them. But uh, so I think it was before. Yeah. So I think it was like a few days before like we recorded. I forgot what episode it was. I think it was the whole. I think it was that J. Cole and Nas. A Clash of Titans episode we did. Yeah, it was around that time. So, so my mom, I went back, had to go back to the airport, pick her up, because the flight got canceled, and then she didn't get another flight until about two or three days later. But she had a layover in Dallas. Mm-hmm. So when she got to Dallas, <laughs> the flight from Dallas to Sacramento got canceled, and this was with American American Airlines. So she she different airline, everything still. For some reason, those companies were just messed up at the time. So, luckily, though, her night at the hotel got paid for and all that. They compensated her. And then she got a flight the next morning, flew from Dallas to Sacramento. But a few days later, I get, an, I get a phone call from my brother-in-law saying that she had a minor stroke that had happened to her. And I was obviously scared to death. I didn't know if it was, I don't know if it was, like, I don't know. It could have been. I was just worried. Like, I was worried like hell because, you know, you don't want to know... As you should be. You, yeah, you shouldn't. No child who cares about his or her mother should ever have to hear that, especially if she wants to enjoy her vacation and just relax or whatever. So I thought about getting a ticket, flying over there, but even my mom was like, no, it's not worth it with everything going on. So I didn't, but I did try to keep up with her as much as I could about what was going on. So she ended up staying at the hospital where my sister worked at for a few days over there. So, but her... Time in Sacramento had to be extended by a week or so, so she ended up staying in California for about two weeks. Came back to, uh, came back in town here in St. Louis, and then she had to go to the doctor on a regular basis, and they found out that, they didn't know how the stroke occurred, but they did find that she had a small hole in her heart that had to be sealed. And, yeah, I'm sorry, I never told you that. You told me about her having a stroke. I didn't know about the small. Yeah, the, she had a small hole in her heart. It's nothing too serious, but they wanted to make sure her blood, you know, blood work and stuff was fine. So they had to. Uh, I believe they had to put in some sort of device. I, I forgot what it was called, just to monitor her heart for a little bit before they actually did the procedure. Yeah. So she had to do that for about a good. I want to say about a good three or four weeks. It was almost a month. She had to do that in uh, January, and then February, in the middle of February, I took two days off of my full time job. You know, was with her in the hospital for, yeah, the first day in the hospital, that was when she had the actual operation that happened. And I was literally there from like 7.30, 7.45 in the morning. I didn't get home until like 8 or 8.30 that night. So I was, in, I, I like, I probably left the hospital like one hour the whole day mm. just so I could uh, go take a break and go to Starbucks across the street <laughs> from the hospital. And, but no, I mean, everything was good, man. She, uh, she stayed positive throughout the whole thing. I mean, she just has to go to the doctor, I think, like, once every six months just to keep her, keep her, make sure she's straight and all that. But, no, she's doing a lot better. She's walking again, working again. And another thing that happened, let me think. Well, I was blessed to, this is just a, this is coming out of the gate, but me and the queen uh, copped our first crib. Yeah! yeah got, a, got a condo out in Wildwood. Really nice condo. Two, you know, simple two-bedroom, two-bathroom. Yeah, yeah. 
Hey, man, a home is a home, I guess. Man, I was, we, were, we were definitely blessed with that. I'm still getting used to it, you know, organizing some things and unpacking, but no, we're getting there. Bobby's not used to sleeping without his teddy bear. His teddy bear. <laughs> his teddy bear um, yeah, I miss, I miss, yeah, I miss hugging my other pillow. His teddy and, bear. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, nah, man, everything's all good. You know, it's definitely a, definitely a new experience. I, mean, I don't think I ever said this too, but um, I'm the only, well, before I moved out, Officially, I was the only one out of my siblings who's never moved out of my, uh, you know, out of my mom. So that was a uh, shit. I ain't shit wrong with that because in this economy, hell, I'd be yeah. like, nigga, I want to go back no, to my you know parents' what? house. It was a, it was a good time because you know we were gonna get a place, but the pandemic happened and it just yeah. all the interest rates up. I mean, it was a good time. I mean, now I think from what I'm hearing, interest rates are going up again. But yeah, that's why I'm trying to get yeah. in there next year, man. Right, give me a crib, man. Because yeah, I'm tired just, of renting, dude. Renting just, sucks. I know. That renting was going to be not an option for me. Yeah. I'd rather just have yeah. my own home, pay myself, fix yeah. my house up, and then once I'm ready to move to a bigger crib, use my house that I own and the land that's on it, and rent that damn thing out yeah. and have a you know, perpetual income yeah. coming in at that point. But, man, I'm proud of you, man. No, I appreciate it, man. You know, I look up to you financially. Yeah, we'll definitely have an episode about giving y'all advice about... <laughs> He's going to be the things to do for that shit. I'm going to be the things... No, not to do that shit. Right, 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 right. Well, because I've well, done a lot of shit with my money. Yeah, stay tuned for that. We'll definitely uh, keep you all uh, posted on that, but... I don't want a lot of little shit with my money, man. And, uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you this now. Um, don't buy drugs, kids. Never did that. Man. I don't think I've ever paid for drugs. Anything I've ever done in my not life, that, I've, that never, you told me. I've never paid I mean, for. I'm sure I wouldn't be. Like, Let me not say drugs. Like I'm a crackhead out here. Like, <laughs> like I was like just shooting up. And I don't shit. want. I don't want you into being on Judge Mathis and he calls you a crackhead. I'm like, but, sir, man, I ain't never did crack a day in my life. Man, I'm not man, a viper. Man, that man will uh, no crackhead when he sees one. Yeah, I fuck with the Judge Mathis. Shout to Judge Mathis. I don't watch TV as much, but when I did, yeah. Man, man. Um. Oh, Ramadan happened. So yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's that's another reason why uh, we took a small break. I wanted to, you know, clean myself um, spiritually and mentally, improve my um, relationship with God. You know, I'm not like super religious. Yeah, I've been you know I've been doing my study for a while now on yeah. the, um, Islamic faith. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly Ramadan. Right. I like that tradition. I like what it's about and what it's for. I, I didn't predi- I didn't participate this year, mm. but I said next year I'll be. I'm more than likely going to be will, learning more. I, I will say this: you will definitely feel. You will feel different during that time. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't eat until sundown, right? Yeah, we don't eat from uh, sunrise to sunset. Yeah. Okay. That, that includes drinking water. And do you guys have to pray five times a day? That's always the case. Okay. I mean, I'm definitely, I'll admit I don't, but I'm trying to get better at that. Okay. So that's an everyday occurrence, not yeah. just it's not, yeah, doing wrong. It's okay. a daily thing. It's one of the actual right. five main pillars. Okay. Because yeah. the five main pillars is, you know, just believing that there's one God and, the you know, the prophet. And also, you know, giving charity. And the other one is, um, you know, praying, like we just mentioned. And the other two is doing, um, doing Hajj. You know, at least once in your lifetime, if you can afford it. Yeah. And there's one more. Oh, well. I'm definitely gonna be able and to. Fa- and fasting, and fasting, yeah. That's one. I that sounds fun. What's that? Hodge. <laughs> that just sounds. Fun. It's you know what my mom did it. Um, my mom did it almost 15 years ago because I remember I was in high school when she did it, and it's uh, 
it's not a vacation. It isn't. It's a. Yeah. It's more of a spiritual and religious journey. But she was very thankful that she did it. But it, you'll get exhausted from what I've seen when she came home. Yeah, I mean, I, I understood it when I read up on it, and I've mm-hmm. seen. Um, I think Kevin Gates did it. He did. I was gonna just say that. I watched yep. him. Him and his wife did it. Yeah. His documentation of, and I was like, that. And you know what? Spiritual cleansing in any form to me that that's that's my type of fun. Like, right. The, that's one of my type. I'll be honest too, bro. Like Ramadan and a lot of uh, unfortunately um, Muslims who don't practice as much, they believe it's just all about fasting, which is not true at all. That's not the main component yeah. of it. I mean, it is important that you do, but it's more about improving yourself. You know, that's the time of year where you know you have that opportunity to have everything just washed away, like all the negativity you did in your life yeah. can be forgiven. So. I said before I do it, though, I wanted to seriously think about my what and my why of doing it. Right. So as over the last few years, when I thought it first came into my mind, I just started reading up more on it. Because, yeah. to, to, you know, before I do anything, I feel like you want, you got to respect it. Yeah, of course. You got to have some type of respect it. for this intentional decision that you're making. And you want to learn about it, too. Yeah. Right? yeah exactly. So before I just did something, because I knew about the fasting, and that was just hearsay. Right. I've known black Muslims my entire life. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I didn't want to do it. I don't want to do it without paying my respect yeah. to the to the religion right. and the people that's in it. So before I do it, just know I am studying because that's, mm-hmm. I, I just love that. Like, you know, I grew up Baptist. Mm-hmm. I was raised to be Baptist. Uh, I never really fell in line with Christianity. Mm-hmm. I just feel like Christianity was a lot of braggadocious and a lot of scare tactics versus when I would talk to like, older Muslims or whatnot, it was more calm and tranquil. Yeah. It was like, hey, yeah, we got this belief and it is similar to similar to theirs, but they not bragging about it. Mm-hmm. You got some people who unfortunately those who like warlords and all that right, over there, right. they start wars behind it. But that's not what it was for. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, it'll you know, God allows us to see uh, another opportunity like that, man. It's uh it'll be here before we know it. For sure. For sure. I mean, it's been, I think it'll be almost a month and a couple of weeks already. Yeah, which, which I know my is, job. They, which is uh, crazy. They, had, they, they, you know, they celebrate every goddamn thing. <laughs> or they, they acknowledge every damn right. thing. I'd be forgetting to be certain holidays. I'd be like, that is not a holiday. Mm-hmm. What the hell is National Hot Dog Day? You fat asses. <laughs> it's an excuse to fucking eat hot dogs. If you eat hot dogs, you are a disgusting person. Man, Cinco de Mayo just happened. They just shot somebody at the Cinco de Mayo shit here. I'm not even going to get... I don't get mad at shootings. That might sound wrong. Yeah, I was going to say, how could you not be mad at that? (laughs) You act like you're crazy. Before I say that shit, I'm not saying I don't care. I'm not saying you should sue somebody. Although, if it is in your defense of your life, Clap that motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> let that motherfucker chop a fly, my guy. If it's man. in defense of your family and your life, let them rip. Pray. But, uh, man, I just want to say this before you go. Like, thoughts and prayers out to the people in South City, man. Cause yeah, South City, man. I, I would never. I'm going to be honest. You don't expect. You. Don't, I mean, you can expect. I mean, you should not. I would say expect the unexpected. But South City, where every it's more diverse and like yeah. the north side and. The east side and all that. It's, I don't know. It's, I, I'm gonna be honest, it wasn't 
too surprised about, but at the same time, I didn't expect for that to happen. I had a joke. I had a joke. Oh, to like God, here we go. <laughs> but it's aimed at gay people. No, nah, I'm not the nah. I'm not the baby. No, 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 we're not. Gonna I just want you to know this: okay. gay, straight, purple, green, alien, whatever. In the f u c k, you are around me. If we get comfortable and cool. I don't care about you being gay, and I don't care about you yeah. being offended. And we're friends. I'm gonna you gonna get these jokes, motherfucker. Right, right, right. Regardless of what you are, I crack. Ask Bobby. I crack Muslim jokes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Middle Eastern jokes all the fucking time. Yeah, about because, Bobby. Because I know I know you well enough, like where I don't get offended like that. Because yeah. he's know I'm just I'm, I'm an idiot and I just talk shit. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't. I don't. You would think with the South Side being as gay as it is in that area. And when I get. <laughs> See, this is already sounding bad. There's just so many rainbow flags. And every time I go over there, the people are nice. Even though they right, are right. all mostly gay. They just be so nice to me. Like the just, grow, like the you wouldn't expect that the shit. Growth, the growth, right? It's yeah. Like, nah, man. Like, it had. I don't know. If, I well, have, no, well, you know what? I'll take that back. No, because Cherokee Street. I don't think Cherokee Street has a. Yeah, because I know. The well, I, I mean, the Grove is the main like gay community area here. It's one of the main. Right, no, it is. But I'm saying like, but but the specific area I'm referring to was the was in Cherokee. Street. Yeah, Cherokee. Yeah, Street. Cherokee I yeah. mean, but they got like a lot of you know the South Side in June. The reason why I say it is this. Yeah. Um. One, a little lesson to those who will listen to this that aren't from St. Louis. I'm from the inner city, right? So when I grew up, I grew up on the north side of St. Louis. Mm-hmm. The north side and the south side, it is a big difference. Yeah. Big when difference. you hit Grand and certain other streets going north, you will see the difference. You will. Once you leave from past the Fox Theater and the other side of Grand, yeah. you will see a huge difference. It's the same way leaving the Central West End, going to the north side. There yeah. is a huge difference. You will notice the demographics. More dilapidated buildings, more drug addicts, yeah. more drug dealers, yeah. more gang activity. And it's not to say that this doesn't happen on the South Side because it does. The South Side, my dad, well, last year, right? I moved into this apartment last year, year before last. Um, My dad was, he was like, I don't want you moving. I was telling him I was looking at an apartment on the South Side. He was like, I don't really want you to move on the South Side because the South Side is dangerous. But the thing with my dad in the South Side is this. And a lot of older people have always stressed this to me. And when I was coming up outside and I was trying to, you know, be tough or whatnot and hold street shit, the South Side, we knew the the streets to stay away from in the South Side are the state streets. What Mm. I mean by state streets is all those streets that are named after a state like Nebraska, Wyoming, Missouri Avenue. Um, Those were all like the dangerous streets on the Mm. South Side. Yeah. Before it was really gentrified. But it's still now they're known for having a lot of bullshit go on right. over there. I mean, especially with so what happened recently. But in terms of crime, comparing it to the north side, there's not a lot of crime out south, mm-hmm. down south. It's not a lot of that shit. But I'm gonna add something to that though. I feel like it's been, I feel like it's increased, and now like now a lot of people aren't gonna go to the south side as much because of. Yeah, because they because you know Central VPA last right. year they had that yep. shooting yep. at the top of this year or was it last year? It was uh, it was the end of uh, twenty twenty two. Yeah, they last had year, that yeah. school shooting there. Um, you have this shooting in Cinco de Mayo. 
I've seen random different things happen. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, even in the county, right? Like, there's crazy things that happen. But, like, it's not as... Darn it. Yeah, they stole my fucking car. Whoever did that, I'm going to kick. You know what? I'm, I'm going to comment on that later. But, uh, <laughs> but um, no, nah, but, like, what I was going to say was, like, don't get me wrong. Like, there's, like, shootings that do happen. Like, yeah. You know, there was one that happened in, um, you know, out in West County where I, where I stay at not too, uh, not too long ago, actually. I feel like, like out like, there for West, they just be men killing their wives. Well, you know what it is? No, they're actually, um, they didn't actually say this on the news because that's the problem. I'm going to mention this later on, but the problem with a lot of things that happen in the West County is that they don't cover that on the news as much. Yeah. Like there was, um, actually in my neighborhood not too long ago, there was a, a robbery that happened. Oh, wow. Yeah, believe it or not. And, you know, there was a shooting that happened in Baldwin. I mean, that was covered. That was like, but people act like that was the first time they've ever would hear anything like that. Yeah. I mean, but you don't, you know, because you don't typically associate Baldwin with that shit. When you drive right. through Baldwin, you yeah. can see, like, fancy little shops. Yeah. Um, Parkway school districts, um, all that shit. I, I don't know because I went to I mean, Parkway. But. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I, you know, I got family that live out here in North County. Obviously, like yeah. I told you in the past, you know, I was born in North County. But um, all I can say is, man, like, I would, like, if I, if I were kids, I wouldn't want them living here personally. Yeah. Um, because I know, I mean, I'm going to be completely honest, and it's just me as a, I mean, St. Louis is not going to get any better unless we work together. True. Honestly. Like, I'm going to be straight up. Like, And with him saying that, y'all need to start snitching. Y'all out here acting like you a bitch because you snitch. Let me tell you, bro, I am king snitching this shit. If they catch me, they caught we. Just I have I, a disclaimer just, before you get in my vehicle. Just as long as you're not friends with Takashi. I ain't, no, nah, I ain't that type of snitch. Okay, I'm just making sure. I wouldn't act like I was a gang member to be, well, you know what? Hold on, let me take this back. I know, please take it. Let me roll please back. Let me, let me roll something back. I ain't never technically, technically, yeah. I ain't a guy, I've never been a gang member. Mm. I'm just affiliated with people who are real deal gang members, okay? I'm, I'm sick of that shit. But all in all, what I'm saying is this. Look, you a civilian, right? You pay your taxes, yep. you go to work, you take care of your kids, you smoke your weed legally, or whatever it is your vice is and you indulge in. You don't want to get robbed. You don't want to rob nobody else. Or maybe you do because you're an asshole, because you like to steal cars, bitch ass nigga. Uh, <laughs> you, I don't know, man. It's just, I would, I'm, my whole thing is when you said work together is, look, if you see certain shit, go on. Say some shit to somebody. Yeah. Like, say certain shit. Like, I'm, I, this is my thing with the whole not snitching thing. I did, This is the thing, right? Bro, go ahead. So, I feel like even if you in the streets and you know somebody when they did something and you go tell another person about them doing that, that you know is going to react to that person having done that, that's snitching. To me. Like, even if you, it's not the police, but you still is, snitching. You this. told on somebody else to somebody else. And it caused the situation. That's some snitch ass shit. I'm gonna give you my honest opinion on snitching. And actually, I, I know it's funny I'm bringing George Mathis up again, but like he actually said, like when there are like a group of criminals who's involved in the same crime, they shouldn't snitch on each other because they deserve to have the same, you know, treatment yeah. when it comes to, like getting like in trouble or like locked up, whatever. Yeah, you're supposed to face your fucking yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. But like the only time you should um, snitch on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about I, I, like, I like to make a side. Takashi just popped up in my head, man. Like, pussy. 
I know it's like you like see him in your eyes. Like, <laughs> no, but um, no, but like by the time you should snitch is like if somebody's hurting like a you know somebody who's a lot older than older than you or like a child or something and like or what do you say? What's the word? He squares. I think like you know somebody. Well, you see a person yeah. you know damn well that don't. Yeah. They're not about that life. They like yeah, exactly. Like life. they're not criminals or something. Yeah. They just yeah, a yeah, nice yeah. regular everyday de- regular regular person. Just bro, say people. some shit. Yeah. Don't let, them, don't let them, like, yeah, be involved in that Them situation. niggas ain't supposed to. I'm, I, I don't want to keep saying niggas. Them motherfuckers ain't supposed <laughs> to be that. I don't care. I, I, let me tell you a little story, right? Oh, Lord. A while ago. A while, while ago. Somebody. I ain't going to say me. <laughs> That's a good way. Shut up. <laughs> I'm just saying it wasn't me. I hope it, it wasn't. wasn't me. <laughs> but somebody saw something. I was about to drop the F bomb too. Now, <laughs> I didn't. I, they, 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 them, they didn't directly okay, go to the authorities. <laughs> but if I, if it's, you know what, I'm done. That's no, no, far no, as the story here, Take goes, your time. Just know some shit happened, and we got that handled. I like how you said they. Like we know, got that handled. You had that because mentality. My thing with situation with policing is. I'm not a big fan of police. I'm a black person. I'll never be the fan of the police. Right, right, right. I'll never be a fan of the overseer. Nothing can change that. Um, right. My thing with this this situation mm-hmm. is I don't believe... My, my views is this. If we can police in a controlled manner, yeah. ourselves in a controlled manner, right. things will go much better for us. Mm-hmm. Not just black people. White people. Everybody. Everybody. If you a criminal, if you a group of criminals, and you know what you signed up for with your partners and them, and you about to do a crime together, shut your ass up. Take your time. It'll be worse for you. I'm going to tell you that right now. Because it's going to be worse. It's going to be hell for you to pay. Hell to pay in them jail cells. I done yeah. got plenty of cousins who done told me about how they deal with snitches. When in doubt, pull that paperwork out. And yeah. if you don't produce that paperwork in that cell, you getting your ass poked up. Mm-hmm. It ain't pretty. And it's just, it's just, I don't know nothing about jail other than the long, one time I got locked up. Mom and dad ignored that. That didn't happen. It's a lot. Um, <laughs> I got locked up one time in a world far away from here. Um, <laughs> Hazelwood. Uh, <laughs> a long time in the galaxy oh, far, far away. They caught a young crib rolling and controlling. No, they didn't. Ignore that. Um, I don't claim crib, supposedly, allegedly, reportedly. Um, but it was a warrant though. It wasn't anything like. But yeah, it was a warrant. Yeah, some stupid was, shit. Yeah. I, I, like, I've always been kind of with some <laughs> shit. ADD with some shit. I forgot I had a warrant. They caught my ass. But a long time. But then that's done. It's been paid. Yeah. So, man. Um. Honestly, though, my whole point. Of, my whole point of being silly and saying all this shit though, for real, man. It's it's too much going on. Mm-hmm. And I get that with my people, we take we typically when we see too much crime going on, we typically pick up, pack up, and we go somewhere else that we believe is better. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. I get getting your kids out of these neighborhoods. My dad did it with me. I took me away from the environment I was in because had he not, I probably would have been. I would have really been with the shit. I was already on that path. I just was a soft kid. I didn't right. want to fight. Right, right, right. I would have rather shoot your ass back then, but I, now, nah, I'm not that type of person. I mean, I'm still going to shoot your ass, okay? <laughs> I got a gun, license. Uh, I'm I'm active with my shit. I'm not no 
bitch. Stop playing. I'm not. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I, I buy into my second amendment right, and that's all I got to say. Uh, lawfully, though. But my whole thing is you pack your kids up, you move out of these neighborhoods, but that still doesn't solve the problem. Because you left, but there's other people there that still got to deal with it. And I'm not saying you got to stay there because of them. That's That would be crazy. I'm saying to you is that I implore you to, while you're there, mm-hmm. police your community. Yeah, the one thing about my block when I was a kid, it had a lot of messed up shit going on. Um, my mother was a unfortunate victim of her and product of her environment. My mom was a very smart and talented woman. Could sing, write, draw, and knew math like a motherfucker. Mm, but my mother made some decisions that ultimately led up to her death. Mm-hmm. And this is my biological mother. Anybody else know me, you see me with my step on. Mm-hmm. But um, my biological mother is what that shit took her away from me. Yeah. And I didn't like the streets necessarily. I've never been a big proponent on certain shit in the streets. Especially killing men, women. I don't believe men need to be killed either, but I just, particularly women and kids, mm-hmm. I'm not cool with that shit. And that's what I mean by policing. A lot of you people, we hear things that we should have said something about or kept an eye on it, mm-hmm. and then it led to another situation. I don't want you to go out here putting yourself in danger, trying to stop some shit. Mm-hmm. But if you know beforehand, you know better beforehand, you can possibly change some shit going on. And that, I mean, for black people specifically, we need to take a better job of holding each other accountable. Yeah, I was just about to say Not that. getting upset when accountability is placed on your plate because this is on you to handle, but policing our own. Yeah. It's too many young dudes out here that I don't know what's going on with their parents. I ain't going to speak on their parents. I don't know what goes on in their mind, but some mm-hmm. of the ones I do talk to, when I get the chance to talk to, mm-hmm. they don't want to be doing the shit that they're doing. I'm going to say this too, man. Like, I feel like it really starts how you're raised at your like how you're raised at your home at the end yeah. of the day. Like, I'm just a firm believer in that, personally. Oh, um, that's definitely true. I mean, like, we have a lot of badass kids nowadays that, like... And they ain't even black no more, which is that's crazy. what I'm saying. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not specifically targeting. You know, yeah, black, yeah. No, I'm saying like everybody, like white, Arab, whoever you are, like. And not to say that it was always us doing some shit. Yeah, it's yeah. not. But you know, on paper, that's how they made it seem. Exactly. That we was always yeah. the ones causing trouble. But the crazy thing is, now that we've seen it with our eyes wide open, that mm-hmm. it is. I feel like more parents, a lot of people, more are, more parents, I believe, more parents or guardians yeah. of the children need to be held. Accountable. Yeah, accountable. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you an interesting story if you don't mind. Like, okay. But um, so every night in Ramadan, there's a um a prayer that's optional that you could go to. Yeah. And but there was an event. I think it was like towards the end of Ramadan, there was an event that happened, and a fight between these kids broke out. It actually happened at the uh, mosque I go to every Friday, just do my uh, Friday prayer or whatever. Yeah. And it actually happened at that specific mosque, and it got out of control that they had to cancel the event. It was actually helping the youth out. Mm. And since everything was out of control, and I think one kid had actually had drugs on him, had hard drugs on him. And it was just getting out of hand, and basically security had to be involved. Because there was a security guard at that mosque too, by the way. Security guard and like 
I think the police officer who, because you know it's a big community, it's a big Muslim community. Yeah. In Baldwin, in West County, believe it or not, it's actually growing as we speak. But yeah, man, like the police had to get involved, security guard had to get involved, and like other volunteer members had to get involved. It just got out of hand. To the point where they actually had a lecture about it the next day saying like, you know, this is supposed to be a safe environment and we shouldn't be doing this, especially during this time yeah. of the year. So, and on parents, I'm going to say parents or guardians, grandparents, you don't know what your kid does outside of the home. You don't. Like, you can't keep making up this bullshit excuse like, oh, my kid's a good kid. He doesn't behave like this. You can't, you can't keep saying that. And you know what I don't want to cut you off? No, you're good. I'm, I'm go, ahead, go ahead. No, you're go ahead, good. Ahead. You're good. I'm, I'm almost done. I promise. No, but like that just really irks my soul. Like when yeah. they say that. But no, go ahead. What you're saying? Uh, speaking specifically on that, these school shootings, right? Yeah. Every time it happens, the parents' excuse or their the what they offer to the public when they speak mm-hmm. out about it. Granted, they're a victim of this shit too. Yeah, of course. Because. Their family member imposed this on other people. Mm-hmm. They, in a way, they're a victim by this too because this affects them. Right. The only thing I don't like about the things that a lot of the parents have been saying from the ones that have happened is this is not how we raised him to be. I don't Especially like, the I don't racially like motivated ones. I don't like that one. That racist shit you mean, cut that started off. at home, bro. Yeah. I don't care what nobody tell me. I know for a fact. Mm -hmm. My granddad owned 17 plus acres in Montgomery County, Missouri. Montgomery County is the most racist spot. One of the most racist spots in Missouri. Hmm. A little bit of background story on that. My granddad had a little bit of a tiny farm up there. We would go up there every so often during the summer and we would cut the grass. Mm -hmm. That's why I learned my love for lawn care and shit like that. I love cutting the grass. It's super tranquil, and it's it's, it's something that gets you moving. But one day, somebody calls from up there and says, hey, Mr. Bridge, your property's been broken into. My dad, granddad, leaves. Didn't take me this time for a reason. Go up there, make sure everything was out, okay? Next two weeks after that, we go back up there, and I see KKK written all over the goddamn house. Nigga this, nigga that. Just racist, yeah. Racist, crazy shit, right? For no reason. Stupid, dumb shit. Could have been kids, but you never know. Um, That happened, but I ran into a kid out that way um, who how, would how, say to his daddy... How long ago was this? This probably went damn almost 20. I was like, what's... Nineteen. Oh, okay. So this was a while. Oh, like twenty okay. years ago. Oh, okay. It's crazy. I can say that shit now. Twenty years ago, <laughs> uh, I ran into a kid who his parents stay on the other side of like this road, like this big ass road separates those houses out there. It might be one or two houses next door to each other, but everything else is separated as far as neighbors go. So this kid was talking about his dad. His dad didn't want him to hang around black kids thought that they should keep the county white and have no blacks now this racist entitlement shit i laugh at them type of people because you're not gonna stop me from going nowhere bitch i'm everywhere the fuck i want to be <laughs> right uh this ain't the civil rights movement like I, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna put a hot one in your ass and no homo or nothing like that. Oh, lord why did, I why did you just say that <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my oh. god. <laughs> Look. You gotta think before you speak. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> or, I'm not because I ain't scared of y'all. I ain't I famous yet. We're, we're not gonna we're not gonna edit that. Whatever comes out gonna, comes hey, out. Hey, look, you yeah. know what's gonna be happening? I'm gonna get famous. I think I'm like, well, he said this on the episode of his podcast, and I'm gonna just stand up and did. I did say it, but I love everybody. So shut up. Uh, I ain't got no beef with you. Y'all the last type of people I got to beef with because gay people always have really good parties. It's always a really peaceful party with gay people. So whoever takes it out of context, whatever, nigga. Uh, call me what you want to call me. But I'll still be in your sister's drawers. Yeah, be that. Late at night. Yo sister. Big sister. Little sister. I, 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 I like how you're trying to set up a good example. Then you want to turn around <laughs> and bang, I like bang and shake. <laughs> hey, what did you... When you a heterosexual man, what are you supposed to do? Um, <laughs> but no, man... The kid's father was just racist. Mm-hmm. And he, in turn, caught on to that and thought that was supposed to be okay. Yeah, he passed, he passed on that negative quality into the... And he wanted yeah. his kid really wanted to play with us. Mm-hmm. But he couldn't. Yeah. And it was like, you do, you know, children don't do shit, right? Children don't ask to be here. Yeah. So, and you can't really help ignorance where it is all the time because it's you'll never really see it. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's the most weirdest thing that we even still have biasness so much to the point that we do and a lot of races. Like, a lot of the shit that go on ain't really inherently racist. It's just hella biased. That's true. And that's the reason why I don't get upset with a lot of things where other black people get upset with it because it's not inherently a racist thing. It's a biasness that's been passed down. Right. Now, overt racist shit like skinheads and all the other crazy swastika signs, which is crazy because if they really knew anything about the swastika, the swastika is an African symbol. It's not what you think it is. It's a totally different thing. And they dumbass just use it. But anyway, that's a whole another story. It's just, yeah. I don't get upset at a lot of these things. But my whole thing is, Bad teachings, bad outcome. Bad teachings in home, bad outcome in public. Facts. You can't hide behind, well, we never taught our kid that, because now what he did is shocking. Mm-hmm. You grew up, you raised a hate monger. Mm-hmm. You can't get mad at that. In the hood, when a mother's son murdered somebody, and we saw it, or whether we saw it or not, or it was one of my friends that murdered somebody, his mama didn't cry until they gave him 100 years yeah. or something in the in the jail cell. Or like whatever he was sent to. She cried knowing her son would leave. Mm-hmm. But one woman didn't tell me she didn't cry because of what he did. She said, I tried my best. This woman actually, I knew, she tried her best. I'm tried church her. woman. Tried her best to stir her son somewhere else. He went to the streets. Okay. So she didn't, but she said, I'm not going to make an excuse to say that I could have, I couldn't have deterred this. Mm. I could have done something else to deter him from this. But this is the outcome when you don't, when you're not as vigilant as you need to be as a parent. I'm going to say this though. Like, this is my honest opinion. I agree agree with everything you're saying. I don't want you to think I am, but however, I'm going to say this. There are parents who try their absolute best. Yeah. But at the same time, there's only so much they could do. True. I mean, there are parents out there. I'm not saying there are. Because, like, for example, I've, like, when I used to work in, uh, when I used to work in Normandy, I know there were some grandmas who actually did raise their grandchildren. And, you know, grandmas and, like, anybody, any parent or grandparent 
or any guardian of some sort could do so much. It could do so much. But there comes a point, especially when now in Missouri, I think when you're like 17 or 18, when you're considered an adult, that at the end of the day, even if, even if that parent tries to raise that kid to do good in his life, yeah. but he still goes in the streets behind the behind their back. You know, it's at the end of the day, it's that kid's um, choice too. I mean, that's one side of it you have to look in. You have to look into as well. Yeah, I mean, you know that yeah. that was always the case though in the hood. It was like yeah. I knew a lot of kids that had or, a great mom, or there were parents who just don't care. Yeah, Those I knew kids, some yeah. that had just had yeah. shitty parents. I right. I've seen shitty two parent households mm-hmm. where their kid, especially when I got to the county, yeah. when I started, when I moved from the city to the county. Mm-hmm. I've seen so many unfortunate situations because the parents were just horrible at being parents. Yeah, Mama was too motherfucking hot to try or the daddy wasn't around or they were both there and just didn't give a shit and right, had right. this, they raised this retarded ass motherfucker that came outside. Right. Whether he unalived somebody or got himself unalived, especially when they kid got themselves unalived, I stopped feeling sorry for certain people. Because you taught your kid this bullshit or you didn't do shit to make him get, you didn't give him any type of direction or hurt any type of direction. And this mm-hmm. is a direct result of what happens when they come outside and they play with the wolves. Yeah. You get your ass bit. But me- some parents I've seen, and I grew up with their kids, they tried everything they could. Mm-hmm. You can see them sending them to camps. sending. I had friends going to camps, friends going to do this, sending them to their daddy's yeah. house. Them niggas would find their way back to the hood just to do some crazy shit. Right. Just for a name. Just because they think it's cool. A name. Like, when yeah. I was coming up, my biggest thing, and it's going to sound weird, mm-hmm. but my biggest thing that I had to accept recently because I had to do a little bit of shadow work, for some reason, to me and one of my friends, the best, the dopest thing we could have did was kill somebody. Mm. We couldn't wait for our moment to put in work, as they call it. Yeah. To get put on with a gang, and we was going to put in work. And when I got older and I thought about this, I can't believe I had a thought to ever do that to somebody. Like a conscious thought to really hurt somebody. But being led unconsciously by something else, what was going on around me, knowing that's not who I am, mm-hmm. knowing going against my better judgment that my parents, my dad and my mom gave me. Like my mom was the prime example of why I shouldn't have been doing no shit like that. Mm-hmm. But we, could, we, we couldn't wait to get around guns to do that. Because we thought that was going to be the way we was going to get our name. We was going to be some jack boys or we was going to be the shooters. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to go nowhere from there because it was a one. It was one day my friend came to me and he had a gun. He said, bro, I'm not fighting no more. I'm shooting now. Mm-hmm. If they try to jump me, he looked me in my face. Dear young, I'm going to shoot this person. Because he wanted to Because we had himself. a situation right, right, right. So I was like, "Hey, that's crazy, bro. Do you?" That's it. But it's crazy. I'm like, yeah, that shit sound cool, but it's crazy how people have to protect themselves. When it came way. down time for it, and it got really real, something was leaned on my shoulder and was like, "If you go off with this person and help him kill such and such, you do the same. Per- you are the same thing that you hate. The same. I'm just yeah. like the dude that killed my mama. I can't be him. I can't afford to be dude." Mm-hmm. So my whole thing with this, if I anything I've said in this whole episode leading mm-hmm. on to this part, because this turned into a whole different situation. Yeah. Which I'm glad we had this conversation. These are always pretty good conversations. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, you need to be more. I'm not a parent. I don't have kids. I don't know what it's like to raise kids. My mom came to me recently and was like, I wish you knew what it was like to be a mother, my stepmom, and not knowing what your son is doing. Because I, 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 you know, I don't really always call my parents. I'm more so to myself. I don't mm-hmm. really be around my parents all the time. I just stay in my own little world. And I just want people to also know this. I joke about having ADHD, but I do have ADHD. And it's this thing called object permanence. If it's not in my face every day, I don't think about it. Mm, not sense. intentionally. I just don't think about it because yeah. it's not stimulating my mind at the moment. Right, right. I have to look in my phone and see your name and see your picture. Oh, let me text Bobby today. Mm. Let me respond to Bobby Mess. He just sent me a message. I, I, I got away from it because stuff got, got piled up at work and I started thinking about work. Right. And I stopped thinking about that text. Don't take it personally. It's just that's how my mind works. And I'm working on adding little con- little things throughout the day to remind me to stay in touch. But anyway, my mom said that to me. I don't know what it's like to be a parent. I don't know what it's like to be a step parent. I want I, my goal, my dream is to one of my dreams is to be a one, to be a parent one day. Mm-hmm. I wanna have kids. Yeah. But even though I'm not a parent. I can tell you this one thing. You have to be vigilant about your kids. Yeah. Because well, you don't know what's going on when you're not around. Mm-hmm. You don't know who they hang around. It's the most cliche thing ever, somebody can tell you. You don't know where they at. You don't know who they hang around. You don't know who they're talking to. You don't know who's trying to talk to them, especially these young girls. I don't. I don't pull up to hella high schools or being near high school, and I don't see young girls, especially when I would come back for the summer, going mm-hmm. back to my high school just to talk or see one of the professors or something I knew from school. Right. Seeing young girls dating dudes that was my age, and I was twenty two. I was twenty one at the time, or eighteen, and they was fifteen, getting fucked on by these old ass niggas. That shit creepy. That's that's creepy. It's weird, but you gotta be vigilant. Like you really like the internet is a fucked up place. You gotta be, you gotta be real. Like that's the thing. Like yeah. No, and I want to add something too. Like I know you're not a. I know well neither one of us are parents, but we're yeah. we're both uncles. So if you think about it. Yeah. And like I think as uncles, even you know we gotta still be an example of our nieces or nephews because you know there are kids out there who are close. You know. Closer to their uncles or aunts. Yeah. More than their parents. I mean, that's just the way it that's is. That's the way it is. Yeah. Um, I, I, I got an idea why that's a thing, but that's another conversation. Yeah, we could talk about that later on. But, but I'm just bring, I just want to bring that up because, you know, I know you said that, you know, you're not a parent, but at the same time, you know, we're both yeah. uncles and we have a responsibility as uncles. Yeah. Even though I neglect mine, I'm the deadbeat uncle. <laughs> that's the uncle I'm running thing in my family. Darion, the deadbeat uncle. I'm a deadbeat cousin, son, and uncle. Probably. I like my space. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But no, man, um, I do feel like I do have, you know, another reason why I really want to get everything together, I want kids, but I do got nieces. I got two nieces. Um, I want to be an example of, I don't really want you to look look at, here's my thing with people looking up to me. Yeah. I don't want you to be like me. That's a problem. nobody, nobody, yeah. nobody at all. I want my hope for you 
is that if I do, even if I'm doing most things right, mm-hmm. that you will be inspired enough to do better. Yeah. That's my ultimate goal for when I die. I want to be used up. Mm-hmm. I want every bit of knowledge I got shared. I want it out in the world. Anything I can help with, I want to help with until the right. day I take my last breath. Yeah. And my only goal for anybody else, my only hope for anybody else that takes anything from me is that it, I hope that it inspired you enough to do whatever good I'm doing or whatever good you see in the world to do it better. See things I didn't see, touch places I never touched, touch things I didn't touch, do things that I never did. Yeah. Just my goal, like my goal, like as a, you know, hopefully when I become a parent is I want my son or daughter to be better than me, yeah. more successful than me. That's why I think every parent should. Yeah, my dad tell yeah. me that. Yeah. My funny thing about my dad though, he'll say be better than me. And if I do something to be, if I do something, why are you doing that? Yeah, because that ain't. But what? All right, you know what? Stop talking to me. Yeah, <laughs> this is stupid. But uh, yeah, man. It's yeah, man. That that's. I feel like that's what you. That's all. Sometimes parents feel like they can hope for, but it, it starts so early with kids. Because I remember the first time I've ever seen somebody be killed. I was six. Oh, wow. No, I take that back. I take that back. I was a little bit younger than that. I was probably like five, five oh. or four. Mm, that's crazy. It was short before my mom passed. But uh, yeah, crazy, it, it, it's, you, you got to be conscientious about this world, man. You Life is be. a mental thing, but it's not so mental that you got to yeah. overthink it. It's a, uh, it's a time and place, mm-hmm. opportunity. Yeah type of deal and you gotta know when to cut your kids off from some of this shit because this internet is providing a dangerous space for them to interact with creeps and all types of unsavory ass content that's being put out Mm -hmm. um i think one more thing this is the last thing i want to mention before we uh, wrap up here i think the educational system is definitely a a component as well of the society we live in nowadays. Yeah, because it's so goddamn repetitive of the same bullshit. It only teaches them how to be a good worker and not how to own shit. It only it's, teaches you how to be a. Well, here's the problem I have with the education system. I think we we might have talked about this briefly in the past, but yeah. I feel like 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 you just said, you know, you're learning about we're learning. You're learning about skill, you're you're learning about skills that you're not going to use in your everyday life. Yeah, honestly. And we said this, actually, when we first started uh, doing the podcast, but we said that, like, you know, all these, like, private schools and colleges and stuff, they're, they're businesses. It's just a form of business. Yeah. Literally, that's all it is. Unless you have to, unless you want to do something beneficial, like being a doctor or engineer or something, you need that skill set and you need to be educated on that. But any other job, like owning a business and, like, you can learn that yourself, honestly. You just have to work hard at it. Yeah. And the reason why I'm saying about the educational system is because one, it is too repetitive in my opinion. Like I'm talking about learning like the same subjects yeah, and all that. That's that's and, one and of it's my not gonna, it's not gonna benefit you on how you know, to be a part of you know, I guess in a good living environment, in my honest opinion. Yeah. You know, what I mean what's uh, carrying a backpack and like writing notes gonna do to you? In your personal life, like seriously, like don't get me wrong, certain things yeah. in school are great to learn. Like my favorite subject, my entire life has been history. Mm. History, whether it was white history of some sort, which is always yeah. was, but like history, period. 
major reason being is because if you know the past, you won't repeat the mistakes of the past. Yeah, I was taught that too. And looking at the way things are going now for the country we're in, um, I don't believe it's necessarily a good place. If you don't right. know, I China agree. has convinced the Saudis to move to the Chinese yuan mm-hmm. and no longer trade with the dollar. Yep. Crazy move, right? Big move. The value of the dollar. Impactful is, move. Negatively. Yeah, yeah. It's going down. So when you travel abroad, that American money don't mean a thing. Mm-hmm. Now, in certain places. Right. And eventually, the whole world will see that. And it mm-hmm. won't mean a thing anywhere. Yeah. They brought out Fed now, which is a mobile app where it'll be cryptocurrency, basically, but you're, all electronic transactions mm-hmm. for everybody. One big central global banking thing. Yeah. But centralized specifically for America. Fed now is an American mm-hmm. thing. I would, I would implore you to not sign on for it. No one needs to sign on to none of that shit right now at all, ever. Um, my whole point is this with this whole history shit in school, right? School teaches uh, black kids, you get the whole slave speech and all that shit and how you were a slave. It doesn't condition you mentally right, for what you're really going to face. And it puts you at a... I don't know what the word is. A deficit, I guess? Or... I don't know what the correct wording would be. It puts you at some kind of like, I don't want to say handicap. I don't know. I was going to say maybe like awkward position or something. Yeah, one way of saying it. Yeah. It just puts you in this odd position in life if you're a black person, right? Um, Asians and everybody else, it's not really history that really pertains to you either. They talk bad about Chinese people in American history, in history class. They cover specifically everything they did wrong and then everything they did right. Same with blacks, same with Middle Eastern, same with everybody. It's just this these classes they make people take, it's it's pointless. Yeah. In my opinion, the American school system does has one purpose. One well, to a couple purposes. One to weed out those that they believe are gonna wind up in the prison uh prison mm-hmm. industrial complex. Two, to teach you how to be a great worker. Yeah. And not to own. It doesn't inspire. Right, I agree. I was only ever so inspired by certain moments in history. And that was mm-hmm. any time someone stood up for something right. in the past. Right. Even if it was a terrible outcome, they stood up for something. Those are the only people I admired from history. Like and a lot of those people weren't white. They were black. Are you talking about like guest speakers and all that stuff too? I like, mean like... Because like when you said inspiring, like I think like like for me personally, it's like yeah. when we have like guest speakers and stuff like that. Like oh no, I don't mean it like that aspect. Okay, I mean okay. like specifically I just like the same page. okay math, geometry. I got There's you. nothing wrong with the basics of math, right? Right. Because I tell people who I know who went and got chemical engineering degrees, I bet you. I I, I told one kid, I said I'll bet you your first year's salary at whatever company. And you can have my first year salary if I'm wrong about this. Right. You're not going to use none of that shit they just taught you. Exactly. I don't even use drama. I wish we had a kept in contact so I could be like, did you ever use any of that exactly. calculus shit? Exactly. Right. Oh, well, let me get that 82,000 because uh, I told you, like, we don't use none of these things. Even when it comes down to science. I mean, like, very, very few, very few careers have to use yeah, that stuff but like, really but like not 99.9% of a use them shit the job I know the, like nine and a half the time you don't even use this I hated discretional mathematics in college I don't know how I cheated my way to an A <laughs> in the class but I got an A when I graduated Man, and I, was, and I graduated with honors 
But um, I was like, bro, this is the dumbest shit ever. Theory math that I'm never going to use. Computational mathematics, I'll never use it in my mm-hmm. field. Right. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, I only did college algebra. That was it. <laughs> like, bro, I took all these math courses. And I'm like, like the only thing y'all did for me is make multiplication multiplication hella easier. Because <laughs> I found a quicker right. way to get my answer after yeah. sitting back studying mathematics in college. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is just, I took it back to the basics. I know how to get to this answer with addition. I know how to get this answer with subtraction. I know how to get this answer with division. I know how to get this answer quicker with multiplication. It, it's just, it's, a lot of it's pointless. Right, I agree. I feel, and I feel like there needs to be a revision of the American school system and education yes. system. They need to teach people how to do simple shit. Pay a bill. Why do you have bill? Pay taxes. What are taxes? Why do you have yeah. taxes? Um, to, I feel like there needs to be more financing classes. Yes. More, maybe even more classes involving like real estate. Exactly. Like simple classes on like, oh, you know, go in this direction. Like if you want to start a business or like, yeah. I feel like with these, like, you know, don't get me wrong. Like there are some like, like community colleges who are doing that, but I feel like the overall requirement should be trimmed down like where it's more beneficial instead of taking like because i'm not even gonna lie to you like some classes i had to take were like just stupid ridiculous electives like art appreciation and like there was a class called the enjoyment of music i took and there was (laughs) you know like don't get me wrong like some of that stuff could be interesting but like what am i going to use that for like yeah like when i got in college i took music appreciation i'm like yeah exactly if you don't think i don't appreciate music you're sadly mistaken but I didn't pick up an instrument or none of that. And it made me so right, mad exactly. because yeah. I love instruments. I don't yeah. know why I stopped playing the violin. I don't know why I stopped mm-hmm. playing the trumpet. I was going to move on to the sax. I think I'm going to learn sax this year. Mm-hmm. If I don't, I'm trying to get my sexiness with my instruments right, man. I'm trying to I'm trying to get somebody's daughter pregnant and married. That's what I'm trying to do here, okay? Again, you're trying to set a positive example. <laughs> and you want to bang your chick so bad. Okay, but I'm a man. And this is my purpose. Part of my purpose. Not my only purpose. But, uh, I, th- I think private purpose is uh, yeah, stealing a man's uh, sister. I got you. Yep. Um, right. But yeah, man. All yeah. in all, y'all. I, and we, it's been a minute. We wanted to deliver something. Not just something. I think the important thing was... I think the important thing I learned, actually, personally, yeah. from this whole episode was... You know, you're going to go through a lot of uh, trials and tribulations in life. It's just how you have to, you know, you have to find a way to overcome them and just try to be, I don't think positive is the right word, but you just have to, like, just, you have to benefit from every, you know, experience that you go through, I feel like. Like, because everything we do is a learning experience, I believe, personally, because everything does happen for a reason, and that's pretty much what this whole, like, the past, you know, few months. Yeah. Like, when we, when we had our hi- hiatus going on, so. Like, I've had my down in the dumbest moment where I just feel like a piece of shit, so. We all do. Uh, a little bit of depressive moments. I had episodes <laughs> of uh, anxiety like a motherfucker, but, um. Right. All in all, that's the title of this thing. Thank you for that, Bobby. Uh, Trials and Tribulations. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> Shout out to a on that album, too. For sure. Yeah. Um, but, man. It's, uh, you're going to go through shit. Yeah. You're going to see some shit you don't like. You're going to feel some shit you don't like. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge what you feel. Yeah. It's okay to have those emotions about what you feel. It's okay to have bad moments. Right. You're just having a moment. That's all it is. It's a moment. 
Mm-hmm. It won't pass. It won't last forever. Um, it'll be gone. It's here today. It's gone right. tomorrow. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, that's that's really all I got yeah. for y'all, man. I just we, wanted to, you know, lay something real quickly, quick, while we actually get back to formatting this. Uh, we may have a surprise coming in the form of possibly, I'm not going to say, but you never know. Additions are always good yeah, to things, so... We might have a we might have a few things in store for y'all. Yeah, we might have. I know we kind of gave a few things away in the past, but I think we got a lot of blessings coming up. Yeah, I think we are gonna hold this shit in the bag so we can pop up on them niggas on the internet and become them internet niggas, them niggas on the internet. Wait till that Hustle City Heroes EP dropped though with Young Bobby on the camel and the gold chain and, on. Um, I'm not gonna say anything racist, but uh, go ahead and say something, man. I don't know what I'm, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Probably. Uh, Photoshop you and Gus Gus as an outfit or something. That's fine. Shit, as long as you put me as the rat with the cheese, the money, the cheese. Oh my god. No, I'm gonna have you. I'm gonna have you like on that one scene, like when he was carrying all the cheese and like he just kept dropping them. It's all the money I get, baby. Or like I'm gonna have you do like a wave, like to the on the cover or something. He said he gonna have me. He just you should have seen his hand, y'all. He said he gonna have me do the Hitler salute. Wow, wow. He's like (laughs) all that shit. Um, yeah, man, this yeah. has been the Hustle City Podcast. Yeah, so. y'all know what it is. Have a good night. Peace. Baby, you need some shoes. Time to get in hard. Guess what I'm going to do? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Hard. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm working hard. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Hard. Close mouths don't get fed on this boulevard. Boulevard. Boulevard.